If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is The Boop Show, episode 210 for May 6th, 2019. Let's do it. wearing it's like a t-shirt and a uh who's the team it looks like a sports jersey what is that it is it is a sports team jersey and it says in b a oh like the national basketball association there you go okay yeah i went i went i went and i went out and worked out for a little bit at the gym ah look at you so that i could dance around committed to fitness every day well, you know, Scott's trying to get skinny. I can't yeah. let that happen. Yeah, if, you're gonna, if I'm going to get skinny, y'all better do it too. And okay. I already kind of—I'm tall enough where you can't even tell how fat I am, but I'm going to lose it all. And then you're going to be like, "Whoa, where do his arms even end?" I'm going to be a big freaky Weird. spider monster. When he turns exciting. this side, he looks like Paper Mario. Oh, don't remind me of that game. I love that game. Uh, hey, it's the Boop Show. That's Brian Dunaway. I'm Scott Johnson, and we're going to talk about video games today. We got a lot to discuss. Well, about the normal amount, things we always discuss, so it's not too crazy. No, we got lots. We got no more than it's bigger than bigger, it's bigger, it's bigger, it's better, bigger and better than ever before. Let's let's really raise their expectations high. Yeah, totally, totally should. Oh, by the way, if you have questions, you should always put those in the Discord. Oh yeah, I would do that. I would put them in the Discord. Yeah. Uh, for mm-hmm. example, uh, if you want to get in, you're like, Discord, what Discord? All you got to do is go to the website, frogpants.com slash boop. And mm-hmm. at that website, you'll find a link that will send you on in uh, to the business. Okay. So you'll be all set. Okay. For some reason, uh, this isn't working. Hold on. Why is that? Okay. Now nah, it's working. Uh, yeah. So go do that. The, uh, the frogpants.com slash boop, B-O-O-P. And you'll find a link to the Discord. It's like a permanent invite, and you're welcome to go there. Uh, Brian, I've been playing a little game. I'd like to tell you. Oh, a little game. Oh, yeah. I may have mentioned it before. I don't know. But if I did, it would have been while it was in early access, and now it's in full release. And the game is called For the King. For For the King? The King. Um, All right. So the best way I can describe this is procedurally randomized... Uh, turn-based game in the vein of uh, Dungeons and Dragons, but a little bit more real-time and no... I mean, it's doing the dice rolls for you. Um, but it's very reminiscent of, of D&D. You have a number of ways to play. The way of, I, the only mode I've played in so far, there's, two, there's like five modes or something. The two modes I've tried uh, and the main one I've played is the first one, which is called uh, For the King. And you got to do this whole story mode thing. And then there's this dungeon, I forgot, dungeon something mode where you're just trying to find these dungeons, uh, get through all the creatures in them, and then and then steal whatever the thing is at the end. And then once you get five of them, you clear it. 
and it's always different, always new sets of uh, dungeons, and they're always in new places. But I'll give you the over uh, the overview here. You start in an overworld. What? Yeah. Uh, in that on that overworld is this hexagon based grid system, and it's sort of laid out on top of mountains and trees and little huts and buildings and and there's cloud cover that basically creates a kind of fog of war and as you get deeper in the clouds disappear so you can see what's going on and you have three characters that you do every run with you can do these solo or co-op i have not tried it co-op even though i got a couple of friends with it i should probably try to do it with them sometime um and uh you each one has their own travel so you basically roll there's a dice roll that happens for you that tells you how many spaces you can move uh, you move those spaces if you have an encounter in those spaces you might opt to sneak past them or you might opt to try to ambush them and get the upper hand which means you'll start the fight and they won't or you'll just full-on fight that is also a dice roll so if you said i want to ambush them you get a chance to uh roll dice Uh, you don't roll these dice they just happen the dice rolls and then it says whether you're successful or not um if you're successful then you get that advantage you can also apply to any roll before the roll happens you can apply with your right click on your mouse, and there's it's also controller enabled, but I don't know what the controls are for it. You can add these. Um, oh, now I forgot the name of them. Something points. Something points. Space points. Uh, uh, for the king points. F- special points. P. Is, ah, shit. P points. I don't remember that. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, you you apply your your points, and those can be regenerated in various ways, but uh, they're good to spend. They will basically just give. If let's say it's a four dice roll. Right, and right. you kind of have a binary chance of getting, you know, it's like 50-50 per dice. It's not like a D20 or something like that. Um, it's basically, you have three dice. And when they roll, if you roll two, but one one doesn't make it, your attack will be okay, but not great. If you uh. get all three, you might crit and do even more damage. If you just get one, you're going to miss probably. If you get zero, you're absolutely going to miss. So it's that kind of thing. So when you apply right. these points, it guarantees, depending on how many points you've applied, that you're going to get at least one, two, or three of those hits. Let's say you have three points to apply. You can say, well, I'm going to apply all three because i got to get this guy down in this one hit. Yeah, then right. you are guaranteed that hit. If you only have one left of your points and there are three possible applications, you can only apply the one or you don't apply because you're trying to save it for something else. Anyway, this is, it's a kind of a cool little subsystem in there um reminds me of sorcery points in in D. but anyway the king it is uh it's really good um i like like everything about it i only have a couple of complaints i kind of wish in the overworld you moved as a group instead you move individually and i know why they do that because there are random encounters and things that can happen to a character that he wasn't expecting and it creates some really tight situations like let's say you've moved two of your dudes and then you move a third dude, and that third dude triggers some kind of hidden monkey or whatever. He's going to come out and bite you or kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the problem is the encounter radius may not include all three of your characters because your one oh, guy's no. moved so far up. So it's, now it's just you, the ranger, and the, let's say the mage guy, and your tank guy is off on his own. He's not in the fight. Um, and those fights zoom in, and you know it creates kind of a Final Fantasy sort of head-to-head kind of thing for the actual battles. Right, right. And if you don't have everybody in that zone, you are definitely going to be at a disadvantage. So uh, sometimes it doesn't matter because the creature's weak or something, so big deal. Um, but a lot of times it doesn't You've matter. encountered a mouse. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes it's like, 
I'm watching the video right now. These guys are fighting a plant. Uh, and these plant creatures are pretty easy to take down. They also have attributes. So if, if fighting the plant. So are you telling me these guys are like on some uh, hallucinogenic drugs? Maybe negative. No in negative. Fact, no, they're on, one well, of your one of your one of your explorers has eaten magic mushrooms, they, <laughs> and now you must fight the plants. <laughs> well, no! now that you say it that way, I guess we kind of your characters do <laughs> acquire. Like certain things they would eat to give them stats and bonuses and right. cure wounds and all that. So it's very much in that vein. But some of the creatures are just easier to kill. Um, right. The They all have stats too, so you can kind of hover over the creature and say, oh, he's got special armor, he's got resistance to fire, he, you know, all that kind of stuff. So you can be a little more strategic about what abilities you're going to use. And you unlock new abilities uh, as you go. By leveling up, by finding an old treasure chest by happenstance, by ripping through a dungeon and getting to the end and getting some rad loot and you get new new weapons. You can decide who wields it. You can split the money between everybody or hoard it yourself. Like, there's a bunch of stuff you can do. And um, this, looks, this looks pretty deep, really. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, it's a lot deeper than you think. But they've also made yeah. it very, very presentable and easy to get into. Like, this is not a... It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's a pretty game. It's this kind of chunky, low-poly... Uh, thing right. that's popular kind of reminds right now. me of uh armello uh with the with the color styling and stuff not bit. necessarily the low polygon count but yeah yeah, yeah. very much visually so. yeah and also the kind of that grid thing and all that yeah um, hexagon grid i think it's cool uh i found myself super drag, dragged into this and i played it when it was an early access and i liked it just fine but then it came out in a full release and i think they really made a nice polished pot- product and it's totally worth it and very popular people like it highly regarded yeah uh, very very positive just came out April the nineteenth. What that was just like last month. It's Iron Oak Games yeah. for the King, and uh, it has all the all your little push buttons done. Like roguelike, tabletop, adventure. It's oh, like all, all the words. It. Yeah, progression, RPG, like all the stuff I love. Kind right. of wrapped up in one. And what I like about it is it's a relatively chill experience because of the turn based nature of it. I'm not, you know, there's no point where you're just overwhelmed with enemies and even when you die you're kind of it's okay in fact they'd give you a screen at the beginning of your first game it just says hey if you die don't worry that happens and sometimes it's supposed to like the fun is Mulligan. getting back in and going for it yeah like there's no i must have i must have just i must have just missed the 50 percent off because it's up to uh, 1999 again but it was on sale just recently for nine ninety nine. man i hate that i missed that because I know, it's right? like oh, oh, a lot of fun that's a bummer because that price is awesome I think it's yeah. worth it at full price, but it would have been really great to get it at that discount. But it's um, it's fun. It's got shops you stop at and buy stuff, sell stuff, like everything you want from an RPG. It's just got this really interesting aesthetic. And um, I think it's the fights that I like the most. They're really they're really fun, strategic Fight. and thoughtful kind of kind of events. And, and and a lot of times I find this kind of game arduous and a little boring when it comes to just right. too many systems, but this doesn't have that. Uh, has a really nice uh, flow to everything. So anyway, right. I think people will like it. And the further you get, the more you can take back and start over with. So it's roguelike in that way. Um, you Here's one. I'm watching this Saturday Night Round. They found something called a cult device. And if they right. roll a perfect four, they'll get some awesome random thing. Could be loot, could be a buff, could be all sorts of stuff. Oh, focus it's called. Focus points. Right. There, now I've done it. Focus is what you want to spend there. Focus, the F word, not the P word, mm-hmm. the F word. And it will, by so the way, for, it will tell you, like, if you, it'll tell you what the outcome will be depending on what your success was. Right. So if who you get, these, go ahead. Who are these, 
who are these haters on the Steam comments? Because there's there's tons of people with like uh, you know thirty hours plus, you know, saying they really like the game, really positive reviews. And every once in a while, you get somebody played for like ten minutes. The game totally plays out like a mobile game, but worse. Better to just give your money to a charity and buy a free mobile game with the remaining money. That is horseshit. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. This is like a fully fledged game with no microtransactions. Like it's a legit premium game. Whatever. Yeah, are I mean, you t- wait, t- Brian? Are you of- telling me that the internet sometimes have people come up and say stuff that's like ridiculous and without any basis? Mm, interesting. The internet. I won't listen to you if you got if you if if your review is negative and is point one hours. I'm not listening to you now. This other guy over here is, has 45 hours put in. He says not recommended, and I'm like, for 20 bucks, and you spent 40 hours. I think you got your money's worth. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I haven't even spent that much time in it, and I love it already. Right. Uh, I think it's really good. My buddy Bo has it. He's DM. Does our uh, there will be dungeon oh, show. I so Bo. so he knows his stuff, and he also well, is a big Bo fan knows. of it. In fact, he and I should just play co-op and see how that is because I haven't tried but, that. Yet. But, 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 yeah. What are you gonna say? <laughs> but I want to play. Oh, you can play. Let's play. Kings. Get it. Go get it. Let's but play. But I don't understand. I don't understand. Okay, so I gotta ask about the title. Mm. Well, what's the what's the for the king part? Uh, you're just doing the shit for the king. <laughs> oh, okay. So. You're kind of on his errand. I mean, at least for the main right. campaign bit, the the main piece they put in there. But there's like five giant chunks of content, and some yeah, of it yeah. is harder than them. other other stuff. I'm not really in it for the challenge as much as I am just for the experience. But there right. is a challenge there. People are looking for it. So yes, this this came out and uh, it the what it, what is the For the King has all five expansions and it's twenty bucks. I think and it looks like people are putting in some hours, so I think it's totally worth it. Yeah, it looks like it'd be totally since I got the since it. I was early access supporter, I think I just got all that content. So right. it just came with it. Um, so there's no DLC for me, I guess. But I did pay mm-hmm. for it back when it was, you know, early goings. Uh, it's just a it's just a really cool idea, and I think they executed yeah. on it very nicely. So do check it out. Yeah, that like is it. for the king available now on Steam. Oh, the king. Uses both mouse and keyboard or controller. And I though I haven't tried controller, uh, my understanding is it's not bad. It works out okay. Right. So maybe worth your time, Brian. Tell me about Sigma Theory Global Cold War. Oh, I'm going to tell you about the Sigma Theory Global Cold War because I got this from a a review copy. By the way, I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the show before. This is what I use uh, as as a content creator. If you're a content creator or want to be a content creator out there, uh, there's there's like a, there's key uh, mailer places out there uh, that if you have enough content, they will look at your content and hook you up with developers. And that's how I make make most of my discovery sometimes on twitter i'll i'll run across a developer and and give them some kudos or whatever and so we'll get keys that way too but sure. i use keymeller.co yeah i do too as well you know who owns part yeah. or has a part ownership in that do you know who that i is? i do it's that guy it's our old buddy terpster has a, that's right has some sort of ownership in keymailer i forget how much or what or what his role is but that's a cool right. they're a cool service they and they're legit they're not like fly by night and weird they, like some of those are they really are. And I've gotten turned down for plenty of keys. You can request a key, get turned down. No big deal. Don't take it personal. You're just not the fit for them. Yeah. But I got this Sigma Theory. It was sent to me. Called, uh, global Cold War. And that's exactly what it is. It is a global Cold War uh, brought on by a new uh, a, a new theory called the Sigma Theory. And it was it's a scientific breakthrough 
that uh, is is sending all the major countries of the world into this uh, scientific leapfrogging of technology, and uh, and it's your goal to create a team of agents or to uh, actually recruit a team of agents uh, to go to these different countries, kind of spy a little bit, make some diplomatic wranglings, uh, and uh, try to get ahead of everybody else. You do this in a, a Plague Inc. kind of uh, interface. You ever play Plague Inc.? Uh, Plague Inc. is a game I played for about five seconds and never gave it the time it deserved. And I, I love that uh, game. People like so that if you ever game. Play, yeah, if you ever played it, it's just, it's just a map. And you know, you you you're just time is just going forward, and you're trying to uh, you're trying to keep from in, infecting the whole world. The same same kind of thing here. You're trying to uh, you're trying to send your agents into these different countries in a very simple click kind mm-hmm. of mode. This would be a, this would make a great mobile game. Yeah. Uh, so, but I played it on the PC, uh, and you would you will pick a country like say I say my country of origin is United States, and I decide that I want to go. Sp- peep and scope out what Russia is doing. I may send one of my highly trained recruited agents over to Russia and uh, gather some intel, some recon. Uh, I can, once my, once my guy gets over there, which by the way, you have to, you have to fly over. And this is, this kind of uh, plays in later in the game, but let's say you fly over to Russia. Uh, you can either do it quickly uh, and you'll have no weapons with you, mm. or you can go the back roads and uh, you can carry your, your, gun with you or whatever you have your weapon and that's important because there's a there's a switch in the gameplay uh when you're talking to uh when you're doing recon you're supposed to be looking for a scientist as well to try to recruit to come back to you know to your country and so you'll go in there and you'll be like hey hey man come on over this way and if they they they'll either agree or disagree and there's a possibility of kidnapping them and if you do, you got to drop into this different kind of play screen. Instead of like having a map, you'll have like a this this uh, top down uh, kind of three quarter view of a city, and you'll have to have your agent uh, escort the uh, scientist out of the city. And oh, as you do, you this, run into all kinds of obstacles. This sounds like fun. Like cops. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Sigma theory, yeah. uh, global cold war, uh, and so it's. It's pretty deep. It looks very simple on the surface. It's just like, oh yeah, big deal. You know, you just you, just, you get some agents, but the recruiting process is actually fairly difficult, and you have to learn. The thing I like about this game the most, you have to learn everything there is to know about each of these characters, and they've written some pretty compelling uh, little short blurbs about each of the characters you're trying to uh, trying to recruit, mm. and based on their backstory you will be given an option for like four choices of how to approach this, uh, this agent and whether or not they will accept your offer. If you don't read, it's very likely you'll pick the wrong thing and they'll say, nah, I'm good, I'm out. And it's important to get the best agents because there's two major factors uh, with these agents. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of secondary factors, but the two mi- main factors are intelligence and strength. You need intelligence because there is a hacking aspect to this game. Mm. Uh, you can hack uh, any country from uh, remotely. You can do it from the United States, which I did last time I played. I played, uh, I played my, my place coming from the, I, my homeland was America. And I had like this old guy who I unlocked. He was super smart, but he wasn't very, uh, wasn't very good at traveling. So mm. <laughs> I used him. I used him to hack across the planet. Uh, now, of course, 
Will you do well? Who knows? Sometimes you get caught. And if you get caught, this is where the global Cold War part comes into play. Every time you get caught stealing or invading, that's, that brings up the, the threat level for that country. Uh, and, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so each of these each of these countries have two progress meters, one for the science that they're researching. And then they also have one side where is uh, is anger, I guess, or is is suspicion. And if the suspicion gets too high in too many countries, suddenly all that science comes into play where they start destroying each other. And next thing you know, you're in the chief's office and you either fired or the whole planet has has burnt down to the ground well it's a global uh, conflict brian That's it's a happened. global conflict mm. uh it's like it's just a lot of it's it's just a lot of thinking i mean you have to read focus see what you, you know you have to really really have to dig into the characters and all the characters have different flaws too like uh my, one of my first agents i recruited because one of the things you can do when you get up to a scientist is you can try to seduce them or you can try to you know talk them uh, you know, see if you can have theological uh, agreements where you're trying to get them to come over to your side. And I thought, oh, I'll seduce. I like to seduce scientists. They're easy. So I picked uh, Miss Korea. She was actually a model before she decided to take on the, the, the role of agent, mm-hmm. secret agent. And uh, so I said, this will be easy. I'll go over and do that. And the only thing is, this lady, she's always got her own thing to do. So she's all like, oh, I got to head home and take care of my mom or something like that. And then she's unavailable for like three turns. Mm. And you're like, what? Weird. Get back out here. Yeah. yeah. Don't, hang so out. You Don't help read- your mom. Get out here and help. Your mom sucks. Right. Let her die. You have, to read those. you have to read those dossiers, man. If you don't read the dossiers, you don't know that that's how these people are going to be. Sure. Uh, so it, it, and it's, it's like I said, it's all uh, turn based. You get so many turns uh, per turn. Right. And so. Uh, you have to, it usually takes like, I think like three days to, to fly most places. If you're trying to get there, uh, without, uh, without losing your weapon, sometimes you'll have to, I think you have to fly one place and you have to get in the car and you drive across and it takes longer. It's It's, quicker to fly. It's funny to watch this in real time because it looks like this is a lot like a regular four X game. Like, uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of a good name. Like, um, well, I mean like civilization, but similar to that but instead of units it's these characters and instead of chunks of land where you're going to build a bunch of buildings or whatever it's you infiltrating an already existing piece of right you know uh geography like they're, they're i'm totally getting a 4x vibe off this thing which is oh, not yeah, a bad yeah. thing because i totally. like those games a lot totally and uh some of the things that 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 influence the how the game goes down too because you're like it's all about relationships and one of the things you get is if you have good relationships with the higher ups in your own organization, then they give you access to special equipment like drones. So you may have uh, a fighting drone that that could assist you if like you're over in France and France is like, hey, we're so ticked off at Turkey. And so they go and we're having a fight and you go, okay. And so you, you can sit, you can assist them by sending a drone over. Now, Turkey won't be happy with you, but if you're trying to work with France, trying to get those scientists, you know, trying to, Get a little quid pro quo, mm-hmm. a little technology. That may be the way to go. Yeah, it uh, seems so cool. it's all about relationships. There's a lot of relationship handling in this thing. It seems cool. I uh, I think I'm going to check it out. It reminds me also of Invisible Ink, one of my favorite games of all time. It's a little yes. different. But. Yes, that's one of the things I thought about, too. I thought, oh, this kind of reminds me of Invisible Ink. But it's not. there's not a lot of, 
of that. There's yeah. not a lot of the gameplay from Invisible Ink, but it does kind of look like that, especially when you break into uh, trying to uh, extract a scientist. Right. This, by the yeah. way, would be perfect on a tablet. I wonder if they're working on a version. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Uh, because this, yeah, you're right. I think this would totally fit in uh, with the tablet market. This is uh, Miklos Studios. Is that how you say it? M I dash Kloss, maybe C L O S Studio. Kloss. Probably Kloss. Kloss. Yeah. My Kloss. Me Kloss. I would. I would have guessed Kloss. Yeah. Right. Hey, by the way, does the uh, Sigma have anything to do with this? I'm gonna play you a clip. Okay. So let's do this clip. Here you go. <laughs> Holy Sigma. Bless this ravaged body. <laughs> That's it. That's the That's exactly uh, what it is. Warhammer Age of Sigma or whatever it is. Sigma's right. used all the time in, the, in these new Warhammer games. Like uh, Vermin. That's the guy from Vermintide who's just yeah. always barking it off. There you go. Sigma. Holy Sigma. Bless <laughs> this ravaged Sigma. body. My ravaged body. All right. Oh, by the way, also in this game, you not only do you have to deal with your relationships with your higher ups and d- diplomatic oh. relationships and agent relationships, you also got a spouse, which you can pick the gender when you're going. When you first start, you pick whether you're a male, or female, and then you also yeah. can pick male or female for your significant other. And uh, at that point in time, you also have to satisfy them. They're usually, and what they do is they pull those uh, those spouses from the agent pool Mm. so they all have their own agenda and so you have to manage keeping a good relationship going and uh without pissing them off and then they betray you oh my gosh but it's a lot of fun i like i'm a big betrayal guy i'm a fan yeah i love it i'm like oh i can't believe you betrayed me like that i don't know why this is and also your heart your heart just sinks because it's one of those games where there's no real stats yeah. on screen where it's like okay am i am i am i close to glo- you know global nuclear war am i close to it i don't know i have an idea that things aren't going well and then all of a sudden the screen will flip up and you'll be in the director's office and uh oh time for the talk yeah. it's like, ah! i don't want the talk turns out you don't want the talk because it's never good i've never had them come and say good job brian yeah you name it name a talk that you loved having you can't no, I, you get you get the. Can you see me in my office for just a minute? <laughs> yeah, I hate those. No, not my favorite. Um, no. All right, well, uh, check it out. I'm going to have to check that one out. It seems neat. Uh, let's talk about Golf Blitz. Oh yeah, I'm talking about a mobile game. I don't usually do this. Oh. In fact, I usually save these for TMS or something, but not today. Today, no. I am going to talk to you about Golf Blitz, and I'm going to do it because I think it's the most fun I've had with a mobile game in years. Years! Years? Yes. Now, this is going to sound stupid at first. It's not stupid at all. It's amazing. Um, It's amazing. uh, I'll warn everybody right now. It's a free game full of ways to spend money if you want. Okay? But there's no ads. I like that. So no commercials. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, It is basically just insane golf with four players and they're all a bunch of randos you don't know from the internet oh Um, really yeah that does sound fun and you go in and you have power-ups and turns some of the power-ups are an accurate a more accurate shot sometimes the shot is uh or it's the fire one which means it's going to go a lot further it's got a distance increase uh, modifier on it sometimes Hmm. it has a little sticky uh ability to it like it'll stick to something 
Um, sometimes it's, what's the other, oh, the other one's like a speed one, so it'll just go faster in general. Um, the goal is you try to get the hole before anyone else. It's basically a race. And the map, the one I'm showing in the chat right now is not very indicative of most of the game. That's the thing you're looking at right now looks insane. Most of them aren't this crazy. And also it's always four players now. It's never two. Um, right. So this game they're looking at isn't exactly the right example, but I was, I was um, going to add, there's, there's one thing that I, I love online matching and co-op kind of games, but I also, I'm always like, oh, but what if right in the middle of the game I have to leave? Mm-hmm. Is, is, is that ever a factor in this or are they no, so short? They're so short. I don't think it would ever be really be a problem. Like you're done pretty right. quick. Um, how do I explain this? So it gives it the proper, I want to give it the proper <laughs> gravity here because of how much fun I found myself having. It has got some really great screw you mechanics without without right. it being overt. So, for example, there are four of you trying to get a hole in one or get into the hole first, and you're scrambling through this level, arcing your shots, trying to make it into tiny little sliver holes, trying to get the accuracy thing. Oh, and there, there there's cooldowns on the on the uh, on the um, the the power ups that you right. can enhance through unlocks, but at, at their default state, they have a certain you know. A, a distance or they change certain things uh, and later you can change those. Uh, but you have also some base stats that your character can hit with. And as he lo- as he levels up, he can apply points to increase his distance or his power or his accuracy or whatever. Um, real simple little stick men looking dudes. You can right. unlock suits and hats and all this other BS. So it's got all that stuff in it that you see in modern free games, right? But right, where right. it really gets nuts is as soon as you tee off, Everybody tees off at the same time. That's already crazy because people can hit each other's balls in the air. And that's knock what I was going to ask. Is there, is there the a lot of collisions and that kind of stuff? There totally that really is collisions. None of that stuff clips through. So if you throw, if you hit a ball and another ball comes toward you and you whack, the balls whack into each other, they are going to create some sort of physics one way or the other. Right. And sometimes it's incredibly frustrating. And other times <laughs> it's miraculous. Like I've had people who hit my ball and gave me a hole in one and I beat everybody right. like 10 minutes before they were all done. It wasn't, wasn't that long. The whole thing's on a quick timer. But This, uh, this sounds like every basketball practice I've ever been to. Everybody's got a basketball. Yeah, Everybody's a trying to like shoot, shoot for the hoop. It's a little bit yeah. like that. And also, okay, that's a great example. When you get down to a hoop and everyone's got a basketball and you right. all shoot at the same time in layup distance, yeah. s- somebody's going to be a perfect shot but get knocked out of the way by somebody else's shot or someone else's shot oh, will yeah. bump a bad shot into the basket before they can get in. Like, that's what happens down at the hole. And there have been moments, dude, <laughs> where I have laughed out loud in the other room screaming about this game because I would get a win because people are just impatient or they, yeah. well, we were in putting distance. Somebody putted me so hard that their ball hit me and it made me move forward, drop the puck. But it, the other guy who was putting the other direction, it bounced his ball back. So now he's in third. Right. He was in first. Like there's this this scramble at the end. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's like chaos, or in this case, golf blitz. It's oh, the other thing is there's a cooldown. So every time you take a shot, it settles and lands wherever it is, and then there's a little timer that goes, and then you can hit again. That cooldown is very strategic. You want to be careful when you have it, or when you don't have a cooldown, because if you are on if you are on cooldown and somebody else is off and they're able to take a shot, you can't do anything till your cooldown's done. It's not long, but in this rat race, it is, it's long yeah. enough <laughs> to cause some real headaches. It is so much freaking fun. I can't stop playing it. Um, 
and I don't get this way about mobile games very much anymore. They're just, you know, they don't have a lot of new stuff to show me. But this really perfectly captures this frenetic competition where anybody could win. And if you're more skilled and you play well, you're going to do well. But there are right. plenty of times where you just get upended because of bad luck or because the other players are smarter than you or the timing was dumb or you got too anxious. and Or sometimes I'll do it like, what if I went the back way to get around here? And then I end up getting it in the dirt or the drink and I can't get out of there. And, you know, I'm in fourth place now. But I've right. done it before where I lost the first two rounds, ended up killing it on the next three or four and won. So <laughs> it's just a it's an absolute riot. And people should be playing that game because it's and this way is, uh, is this distributed. Yeah, is this distributed by Noodle Noodle Cake? I Noodle Cake I'm may be the publisher. Pre- I'm not sure. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so I'm thinking the publisher. Yeah, because I think I've played a lot of these crazy games like Shooting Stars. Mm-hmm. I've played that. Uh, oh man, yeah. This is this. It seems like there's always these crazy game mechanics that just seem to be a lot of fun. Golf Blitz always sounds like yeah. fun though. Golf, I, golf hey, Blitz I'll is tell a blast. You, man, golf is always fun. I, yeah, I, there's something about it. There's a kind of a worm's quality to, to it. Yeah, no, play it's fun. Watching it sucks. Yeah. Uh, there is a, what was I going to say? Oh, it's on Android and iOS, so you can get it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, plays free great, plays or great. Totally, totally free. So Free monies. And you can spend money in there. Like at some point I went, you know what? I like this game. I played enough la- rounds and laughed so hard that I threw two bucks at them for their little intro package which gave me a bunch here's of gems. two bucks yeah you I'm, made me laugh here's two bucks i feel like doing that so right. anyway y'all need to play it it's called golf blitz you all have a phone it's available on your phone so get it it's on your phone now uh, now are you you said it does it is you said it randomly picks people does it ever randomly pick people from your friends list or is it mm, no so the way the, the way it works is there is a way further down into the game if you're getting really hardcore where you can have enough currency to buy the right to have like a team or a clan. Uh, and then right, that right, right, team, right. I think that team still competes separately. It just adds up gotcha. to a team score and you get benefits for that. But I haven't gotcha. messed with that at all because it's like way out of my gem range <laughs> currently. <laughs> it's for people who have played a lot. And the level I showed the chat room was like way deep into this game. It's ridiculous. They char- start changing like what gravity is and how it works. Like a lot of weird stuff late game just to keep the challenge going, right? Early right. on, early on, the first four zones are all pretty straightforward. Like, you know, the courses are, they're not insane. Like, you can, you right. can do them. Uh, they get pretty insane later, and you don't have to worry about those for a long time. And by the time you got to those, you're getting better anyway. But it is just the most ridiculous, stupid fun, very fast, quick games, in and out. And here's the other thing. It's very popular. And as a result, yeah. there is zero wait for me to get in. I get in, boop, it's populated four players. We're off and running. There's no wait. There's no load times. There's nothing. You just play, right. play, play, get out, play again, get out, play again, uh, go open a couple of packs, see what you get. I don't think you have to spend a dime on this game. Honestly, I did it just because right. I wanted to throw some cash at a, at a game that's already given me at least $2 of good fun. So, right. Um, for another dollar, out. you could get the starter pack. Jeez, Scott. I know, right? It's pretty crazy. Um, someone in the chat asked if we talked about the Riot Games thing. Not yet. Uh, there's, no, I don't. I'm a little out of my lane on what's going on. I know that there's a. They're talking about a walkout, and it's based on a whole bunch of factors. Yeah, yeah. I know right. people at Riot, and was just texting with one right before the show, um, trying to make sure he's good. And seems like he's all right. Uh, talked. I can't. Obviously, I can't say what we talked about because that would be weird. But I don't know enough about the complaints to really weigh in too heavily on this, except just to say. Right. 
we're kind of in a we are definitely in a cycle of developers having to face issues, real issues like crunch time, like yeah, diversity in the market or in the workplace, like you know, um, discrimination. Uh, too long. But hours, admitting to whatever. the problem is the first step, and of course, uh, on the other end, I think this will it'll all be better in the end. Now, it's gonna be some tough times. People make some sacrifices. Yeah, some bad things are gonna happen. But but, but I'm not I'm not lo- the the irony is not lost on me that that they're basically asking to riot riot. Yeah, right. It's pretty good. Riot! But also, I don't think they're that different than a lot of studios right now. I think there's just kind of a, things are weird at Blizzard, things are weird at Activision, things are weird at EA. Crunch time is like a big issue right now. Um, Crunch hours, like people just finding work-life balance. Like the the industry's got some issues and we're hurtling toward a point where they're going to have to start making some decisions. Some kind of arbitration with like possibly union-like things. Maybe not. Maybe that's a bad idea. I'm not advocating or anything for any of these. I'm just saying this is a, we're just having a moment. And Riot is definitely having their moment today. Their stuff's not about crunch, but I'm just talking about the industry. And, and, right, right. And, There's and a lot of uh, unrest in the game developer area. But it's good because it, we're, getting, we're getting a peek behind what's going on because this was just happening behind the scenes and us as gamers weren't really seeing it because everybody was afraid mm-hmm. to say anything because mm-hmm. it's such a competitive market. That's a big part of it, but also we're just at a saturation level. Like We're at the point where yeah. this is bigger than any other entertainment platform. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you gotta you gotta get all your shit together. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It's just, a, it's just a it's just one of those things, man. Anyway, uh, also I just want to make a quick mention. There's this game on Steam called Hymno. Have you heard of this Hymno? Hymno. It's free. Um, yeah, I have seen this. Hymno, it's uh, yeah. some dude made it, and he said he made it just so he could chill. It's this procedurally <laughs> generated game where you're this little dude who's just like traversing all these levels. He has a sword, yeah. but he doesn't really use it. Um, and the music's really cool, and it's just really mellow. You don't kill anybody. Uh, it's hard to explain, but I did want to give a shout-out to it because it's interesting, to say the least, yeah. and definitely worth picking up as it's free. Um, and people should give it a shot. It's a very odd thing. Yeah. Uh, hymno. I, H-I- I, saw it, I saw it, too, and I was I was interested in playing. I just didn't get a chance to. Yeah. It's very, very weird. It looks uh, very chill, though. That, that that's a good thing. And you were and you played a little Rayman on your PS One Classic. How'd that go for you? I did. I played a little Rayman on my PS Classic. I went a little further uh, in than I did last time. I recorded a little bit of my game footage. Also, uh, I did play Westerado, which we didn't talk oh, about. Oh, Westerado's great. I know, and I was I figured I wouldn't talk too much about it because I didn't get a lot of play time with it, but I did get to peek in. This was on the Game Pass. Uh, and Westerado Double Barrel is a 8-bit pew-pew-pew shoot-em-up kind of uh, uh, game that is just oddly beautiful. It's just... It's the, basically a Zelda game, gameplay-wise. It really is. It really is. And some of the things feel kind of hinky because like, yeah. when you first wake up, you're like in the bed, and <laughs> which is fine, and you got your cowboy hat on, and that's odd. But then you're like, you get out of the bed, you think, oh... Well, he's going to walk out of the bed. Then you realize, no, it's just kind of like opaque. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of like just see he's just like standing behind the bed. Mm-hmm. So he like when you get in the bed, you just kind of walk over top of it. It's kind of very, it's, it's almost kind of Atari-ish. Very Atari or maybe Intellivision-ish. Intellivision would be a good uh, comparison. But man, the, 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 I, I don't know. It's just the, it's, it's the story, which is not like, 
Oh, look at this great story. I've never seen a Western where somebody's family gets killed by some bandits and they have to go on a quest to find them. Never seen this before, Mm. but it still just is for some reason between the music, the atmosphere, the, the weird eight bit lighting, which I'm like, wow, this is cause it's not really true eight bit because the color palette is too deep, but you know, the blocks are like eight bit and it's just, uh, Oh man, I just have, I'm having a blast with that. Trying to find, uh, the guy Mm -hmm. that killed your family, Mm -hmm. uh, and how you do that as, as you go and you perform quests, like a little Zelda type quest, uh, for the town, you get a little more information each time about the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, he's wearing a hat. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, and it's a thin brim hat. Oh, interesting. And then you find out he's got a small belt buckle. And so it's almost like Clue in that case. It's like it was the fat guy with the tiny hat and the small belt buckle mm-hmm. at my house. And uh, so I'm trying to locate him. And you can walk up to uh, all the randos. You can talk to uh, everybody. You can talk to everybody. Yeah. You can walk up to them, and there's usually a, a choice of questions to uh, dialogue. And then almost always, there's an option to go, I know what you did. You killed my family, and you can threaten them. And of course, most people just kind of go like, what? Get out of here, you crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm still waiting to run into the guy who killed my pa. My ma actually didn't uh-huh. kill my pa. I, didn't, I don't even, have, not that I even have a pa. I have an uncle. <laughs> But no paw. Maybe, maybe that your, comes maybe, out later. Maybe your uncle is your paw. Mm. Might be. That's a good point. The thing I did like about the game, though, is the health system. Yeah. The health system is interesting because uh, you got guns, of course, Old West. Uh, if you if you randomly pull your gun out in any place where and, and and there's always people walking around, if you randomly pull it out, everybody else will pull out a gun too. Now nobody starts shooting unless you've done something wrong. I did something wrong, Scott. Unless you've done I something went. wrong, and like I said that. I done something wrong, Scott. I headed into the Westerado uh, saloon. I headed into the into the saloon, yeah, uh, and on on uh, on request by a poor lady who is had sent me after her drunk husband said I need him to come home. Can you bring him home? And I was like, ah, sure, no problem. Yeah. So I got in there, and uh, I was talking to the guy, and I went through all my little you know dialogue choices, and nothing was happening. I'm like, how am I getting this guy out of here? Mm. I don't know what I got to do here. So I, I pull my gun out and accidentally shot him in the back of the head. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. I, right. So, you know, Pulp Fiction there. I accidentally just blew him right away. <laughs> and then, of course, the saloon goes nuts. Yeah. Nuts, man. And like everybody starts pulling their guns out and they're shooting. And I'm having to run out of town. I'm like, ah. Yeah. And um, so I came back later and they were still mad. They were mad like days later. Oh, yeah, they were still mad. Are always guy. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually restarted that. So I went back to a previous save, and I went back and someone do this right. And uh, so I went in, and this time I was like, "Oh, you draw the gun when you're in the dialogue, and that can change the dialogue." I had no idea mm-hmm. until that point, until I had made the big, the big mistake in the Westerado. But I do have a ten gallon hat now. That's right. Yep. Ten gallon. That was the point I was trying to get to. Why did? How did get way over here? Anyway, yeah. The the health system, they're based on hats. Yeah, so it's all about the hats get, in that game. Yep. Yeah, it's all about the hats. You can get a basic hat from the hat seamstress, and she'll give you the hat, and uh, it it is it has it's imbued with however much hit points. And uh, every time your hat gets shot off, you lose a hat point at the top. If you lose all your hat points, it might shoot you and kill you. Uh, so get it. hat points, I, hit points, hat points. I love it. Yeah, hat points. I love it. But uh, yes, yeah, so it's not a brand new game or nothing, Westerado. But it is. It just recently popped up on the Xbox Game Pass for me. So yeah, I just couple, had a good time with that. A couple years old. 
Something yeah, like it's, it's probably 2016 or something. It's, yeah. it's not, it ain't brand new, but it's still a lot of fun. It's new to me. I have it on Steam, and uh, you're making me want to play it again because that game's cool. Totally. Uh, well, all right then. Oh, and sorry, you were going to mention Rayman. I got that in the wrong order. How is that on the oh, PS1 Classic? It's probably garbage. Oh, it, it's, it's, well, look, it is what it is. I got the PlayStation Classic, picked it up for like 39 bucks. Yeah. Uh, which was, 30 bucks is the, really the right price for those things. Uh, this game selections are okay. Rayman I had a lot of fun with. I didn't play Rayman back in the day very much. I've played some of the sequels, but I never really played the original. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, it was a little platformer and I found it very frustrating because I was using uh, the PlayStation Classic controller only has the D-pad, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of a D-pad in itself. <laughs> and there's no analog sticks. Yeah. So uh, it, it's kind of frustrating. You forget, you forget life and how it was oh, yeah. before the yeah. sticks. Look at that ugly Ubisoft logo from back in the day. Oh, Ooh. it was so, it was so ugly. Whew. It was so ugly. There's not a lot of uh, third-party uh, developers for most. Of, most of these games were like the Sony Interactive mm. games, and so I was I was glad to see an Ubisoft title in there, even though it was developed for Sony. It was still you know it was an outside studio. Rayman games are pretty good though, man. They are a lot of fun. Rayman's got a lot of spunk. I give him crap all the time for not having arms and legs, but he's all right. Yeah, you were never he's a fan right. of the the character design, but the actual play has always been. Yeah, the gameplay is a lot of fun. Yeah. They, I mean, it was never just a Mario knockoff or something. It was more than exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm into this. I kind of want to play it now. I forget how, I'm, I'm I like, how cool he's getting. I'm like Free Rangers in the chat room. He says the Raymond games. That's how I always end up calling it. Raymond. 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 Why is he even called Rayman? What's that <sighs> well, from? The, the, well, see, I think it is because I've really, never really gotten, I've gotten a lot of the subsequent storyline, but I've yeah. never went back to the core, and I was actually paying attention to the storyline and apparently there's neutrons and protons and different things uh, all in the naming schema so i'm assuming that it's within that naming schema is rayman must be i don't know right we'd have to ask those early ubisoft developers what the hell they were Mm -hmm. doing all right this sound means something Time to play a little game. It's called Guess My Game. And Brian and I That's bring uh, audio to the show and we play it and we try to guess what each other's game is. I'm going to start. It's so easy. I can't even believe I did this, but I'm going to play it anyway because I've been thinking about it. So this is so easy. But here you go, Brian. See if you can figure this out. It's Pac Man. Any guesses? No, play it again. I I, I didn't get much of it. Oh, this definitely sounds like uh is this a StarCraft game? Is that- <laughs> yes, it is. StarCraft Brood War, to be exact. Yeah, yeah. Uh nineteen ninety-eight StarCraft and StarCraft Brood War, which came out the same year. Um rare for Blizzard to do uh a new game and an expansion in the same year. That's really never happened before right. or since. Um, God, I played so much of that. How could you forget that? Because those sounds just repeat over and over again. And StarCraft a long game sessions. Just, just, oh. I'm surprised the chat room has got it all so wrong. People are like Choplifter, Warcraft 3, Red Alert. <laughs> like There are a couple of them said StarCraft, but it's to me that yeah, as soon as I hear it, I just go, and- Star Wars, Boy. StarCraft. 
Say what? Who said Meat Boy? Someone said Meat Boy? Meat Boy. Yeah, yeah definitely. Sounds not just Boy. like Meat Boy. The Wraith. The Wraith. You uh, owe it yourselves to check it out. That $15 remastered version that's on Battle.net is pretty good. Yeah. And yeah. it looks a whole lot better than the old one. But uh, there's just something about StarCraft. Always love it. And I've been thinking about it recently. And so that was my pick. Brian, I'm going to play your file. Let's see what we get here. See if I can figure it out. I have not heard this, this previous. This is the first time I've heard it. Here we go. Good luck. Wait, did he say good luck? That's right. Mine's a little tougher, but he did say good luck. I know what this is then. Maybe. Really? Hold on. Just like that? Hold on. That's really familiar. Yeah, yeah. You walked into any Chuck E. Cheese. This game was in constant loop and always somebody played it. Arcade game. Every Chuck E. Cheese I ever went to. Hold on, is this... It's not Commando. No, no, no. But it does kind of have a Commando sound. This isn't... uh... Oh my gosh, I know this game. This is going to drive me nuts. Hold on. And that's such so much sound, I don't so know. much sound going on. I can't, I can't think of it, but I think I know this. Was it one right. of the shooter gun light games? It was. It was a light gun. That's right, because you could tell from the oh. that constant, okay, constant it, shooting. Uh, and you're driving a, you're ha- driving a car. House of the no, it's not House of the Dead. No, no, no. So you're, so you're driving a car. You got your light gun. Newman's there. Newman. <laughs> oh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Oh. Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. I knew it was a light gun game. I just could not get my head around what. That's yeah, insane. I, I remember. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese did have those. Yeah, Showbiz Pizza or whatever. I think it was Chuck E. Cheese though. Yeah, they all didn't they end up buying each other? And yeah, they were. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese to, uh, bought uh, the, the the other. I believe that's how that went down. Yeah, the. Uh, Have you seen that documentary on the uh, on the band? Oh yeah, the Bear Band. It's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. That crazy whole uh, we we got a lot of uh, close knit stuff going on with Nolan Bushnell because he was born here, oh, yeah. uh, went to the University of Utah, uh, hired Steve Jobs at one point. Uh, like Atari's got some thick thick roots in in Utah, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, he that, everything that happened with that with Chuck E. Cheese later. Like it was ground zero around here, and we all just were fascinated by it at the time. Chuck E. Cheese. Do you ever go to Peter Piper Pizzas? Uh, Peter Piper Pizza? Uh, no, Peter Piper Pizzas we didn't have, I don't think. I remember hearing about them, but we had Godfather right. Pizza, and that was bad uh, pizza. So oh, yeah. It's poor pizza. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not good. I've had, I've had Godfather. I agree with you. I, I wonder if anybody out there liked the Godfather's Pizza, because I, I was, I'm with you. I was not a fan. It was different. <laughs> Thermos, Thermos Jack reminding us of a clip from a film sack film. I'll play it now. Uh, hold on. <laughs> this is really good. I'm glad he brought this up. There you go. <clears throat> Jackie Chan in, I believe, Drunken Master 2. Here you go. Here's a Peter Piper playing the flute. <laughs> flute. The flute. He's so, he's so adorable. I just want to hug Jackie Chan. Yeah. So All right. Uh, that was that. And that's, that's fun. We were like doing that a lot. So we'll do that again sometime soon. But now, there's this. 
get into an email. The game, uh, the game, the game that came from Jamie. Jamie, we know Jamie. He's the TMS mashups guy. He does a lot of cool mashup hey, stuff. Jamie. Once in a while, a little mashup material come out of the boop show and into TMS mashups, which is kind of fun to watch. So uh, anyway, who knows what we'll get today. But he says this. Hello, Scott and Brian. What are your thoughts on Apple Arcade? I know not much is known about it. However, I have been closely following the developers of Oceanhorn. And can say for certain that Ocean Horn, Ocean Horn 2, Knights of the Lost Realm, will be an exclusive title releasing on Apple Arcade this fall. Uh, I first learned about Ocean Horn from Brian on App Slappy. And I've loved it ever since. I will likely go in on this, if only to get some sequel goodness. Any chance either of you will take the plunge for this title? Boopity boop. Uh, well, Jamie, I'm with you. Uh, they seem to be curating some really cool games with these, these exclusives. Like, it's not just... Yeah spaghetti at the wall so that makes it interesting um i still don't know how i feel about a subscription service that's for mostly mobile type use i know it can be used on apple tvs and stuff like that but i'm not a giant fan of that idea because i really want controllers and stuff um and i know i can get my five controllers i know all that stuff's possible blah 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 but as far as just like out of the gate like we'll see um I need this to come out and see it, but I will tell you this: I will probably, at the very least, do it for as long as I can play Oceanhorn Two because that first game was amazing. Yeah, yeah, and the new one um, looks good. It looks real good. Them. So yeah. it's an interesting thing what they're doing there. Um, right. It's definitely not. You know, I, it's easy to hear something Apple's doing and just poo-poo it out of hand, but I actually think this has some some serious merit to it. And um, yeah, we'll have. And the good news we have is all these sur- all these services are you know. Very low investment and quit anytime and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So yeah. I mean, I think, and also gone are the days where the only way to cancel Xbox Live is to call India at three o'clock in the morning oh. and do it. Like right, I had the right. worst experiences back in the day trying to cancel Live. They don't do yeah. that anymore. It's all like just do it with your card, do it online, do it through the game device. Like that's how it should be, and that's how these guys do it now. We have matured as an industry. Right, and I I won't be quitting any services to add this service in, but I'm with you. I'm gonna I'll pop on, I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably go. Eh, I didn't play it for like three fourths of the month. I might as well cancel it. Yeah. So there this you go. What happens? Uh, real quick here, why Maroni in the chat room says, "Is there a boop Discord?" Yes, we actually share it with Core, so it looks like it says coop <laughs> coop. Yeah, which is uh, perfect for a co-op. Yeah, I love it. It's co-op. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, I didn't even yeah. think about that. Why? Yeah, I thought you did that on purpose. No, I'm not that smart. Oh it's yeah, literally I was like, co-op. Oh, he's so clever. Look at that co-op because there's two gaming shows and it's like we're cooping. Oh it's my gosh, it is perfect because this show has a very different focus than Core. Core has you know a very different focus than this. But you know we're gamers. There's a lot of cross pollination there. It makes perfect sense. Anyway, if you want to get in there, go to frogpants.com/boop and it's uh, linked. There's a Discord link. You just get in, or somebody if they want in the chat can just put a share link in there now if they want. Whatever you right. want to do. In fact, maybe I will. Maybe that's what I'll do. You should just do that right there. Where Hold you on, let's copy see. And paste. Yeah, let's do this. So I'll go. Co- oh my gosh, co-op. That's amazing. How did I not know I did that? I I don't know. Brian, I thought it was. I thought it was clever. I was like, oh, look at being clever. Look at that. It's look at that. Freaking embarrassing. Okay, there you go. That's the link. You can join and be a part of the community in there. We'd love that because people are putting questions in for the show, stuff like that. Yes. Uh, for example, I noticed the Neo Geo. Um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Some question about Neo Geo stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a question about, and you've been answering a lot of these in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love nice, the uh, I love the Neo Geo AE fives or AES system. Uh, that was some. I never I never got 
to play with that. Yeah. But I was really interested. So, well, if y'all want to ask questions that will be read here on the show, a lot like email, you can go check out the Discord. That'd be great if you yeah. would, which you can also find at frogpants.com slash B O O P. Uh, you can email us just like this fine fellow Jamie did at boopshow at gmail.com. I'm going to sneeze. Hold on. Here comes the sneeze. It's a big one. I can feel it. <laughs> there it is. Good Lord. My sinuses are out on the outside. Um, not really. Uh, you can leave us voicemails too. 801-471-0462. That's 801-471-0462. And find us on the Twitters at Boop Show, at the Brian Dunaway, and at Scott Johnson. Our Reddit is at boopshow.reddit.com. All right, if you stick around, chat room, we're giving away some codes today. Codes. Video game codes. So hang around for that. We'll be doing that shortly. Before we do any of that, though, Brian, do you have any final words before we go? Hey, man, I went to keymailer.co and they sent me some more codes this week. I'm looking forward to playing some more video games. Yeah, video games. They make me sweaty. I don't know how you're playing video games. They don't make me sweaty. No, naked in a room with no air ventilation. That's how I do it. No ventilation and naked. That's how I play. You ever done that? You ever played video games with uh, when the air conditioning is out? That's oh. like the most miserable it's thing pretty you bad. want to do in the world. It's pretty it's bad. It's horrible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also big... Uh, oh, no, we were here last Monday, weren't we? Never mind. I was going to say yeah, thanks we for Vegas, but we've already been home long enough to do two shows. Weird. All right, that's it. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for being here. Have a great week in your own little video gaming world between now and then. Until next Monday, we'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I don't know what I got to do here. So I, I pull my gun out and I accidentally shot him in the back of the head. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs>